Hey guys, what is going on? I want to share some tips and thoughts with you on the debate over rent checks or e-transfers. And, and to be honest, I'm still kind of torn on which one is actually best. I don't really have an answer, but I'm going to share my thoughts and experiences and what we've come up with so far. So we actually started with post-dated checks and there was two specific reasons why we started with that. At number one, if you ever need to collect any money and you want to use your writ of enforcement to go down to the bank that they use, you need to know which bank and address that they actually bank at in order for you to pull money out of their account. So an easy way to do that is actually if you have a copy of their check, it literally says it on the bottom. Super simple. So number two, there is nothing more annoying than on rent day, you're waiting all day, you got some of your e-transfers coming through, five o'clock rolls around, seven o'clock, nine o'clock, and you're thinking to yourself like, when the hell are they gonna be sending this rent uh, e-transfer? And they never do, and, and in your mind, you're like, should I, should I email them? Well, no, I mean, they still got till midnight, and then you wait, and it keeps you up all night, and it stresses you out, and rent day is supposed to be actually a great day, that's the day you're getting paid, I mean, that's the day that the money's coming in, the bills are being paid, your cash flow. However, it can actually be a pretty stressful day if you're sitting there waiting for two e one or two e-transfers to come through and they're just not coming through. And then you're up until 12 o'clock, 12.01, you're like, shoot, they definitely didn't pay it. Now I gotta charge them a late fee. You're gonna go serve them an eviction notice because it's been, you know, it's the second day. It's a little stressful and you're wondering maybe, did they just make a mistake? Did they just forget? And that's why we decided to, to kind of switch over to post-dated checks because post-dated checks, super simple. They give us 12 post-dated checks for each month of the year that they're with us. On the first of the month, what we do is we take out our folder with all of our checks, we line them all out on the table, and then we just take pictures of them with our phone, uh, with the with our banking app, and it deposits it automatically. Super simple, takes us about 15 minutes, and we're done. There's no tracking down tenants, trying to figure out why they're late or anything along those lines. And this, this went well for years. Like we had no problems until one tenant came along and that's where we started noticing that we were being taken advantage of. We started noticing consistently that their checks were bouncing and they always had a new excuse. I mean, the, the, the excuses they came up with were super creative. Oh, sorry, uh, you know, we, we changed banks, we forgot to tell you. Uh, we'll get that sent off to you right away. How about we just send an e-transfer? Or, oh no, this bank's been horrible. Ever since we changed over to this bank, they just keep messing up and, and, and for some reason, I put the money in that account and like, I don't know why it's not working. We're gonna be changing banks again. Just hang tight, we'll send you another e-transfer. And what they were, it just consistently, we're noticing a pattern and we're trying to figure out what is wrong with this. And we just thought that we're going through, you know, a difficult uh, circumstance and it wasn't their fault. And we felt really bad charging them our late penalty because again, how do we know if they're lying or not? Otherwise, these tenants were fantastic. They took great care of the place. Whenever something happened, they sent the money right away. We started noticing a pattern and, we, and it, it started to look a little shady. And they're sitting there saying it's not our fault. And meanwhile, what they were doing, what they were, they were just buying an extra 10 days, which you know, they would never admit to, but we started catching on to it. And it was at, actually at that particular point that we decided, hey, this is this is going on too long. They're taking advantage of the situation. So we actually switched them over to e-transfer. And shortly after we started noticing that other checks were bouncing and we weren't getting notified until 10 days later. And we were going up to the tenants and saying, hey, um, you're late and we had to charge you the late penalty. Uh, but it was, you know, maybe if it if it was a legitimate excuse, then we had a hard time justifying the, the late penalty. But ultimately what, it, what was happening was that we were bending our own rules, trying to keep our tenants happy, which is not what we should be doing. Another big reason why we decided to, to change over to e-transfers is because no one has checks anymore. No one uses checks. And every new tenant we had coming in was like, checks, no one does checks. 
and we were forcing them to have to go and put an order in for new checks and that takes weeks and if the tenant was moving in in the next little while what we were doing is we ended up collecting an e-transfer anyways for the damage deposits and the first month's rent and then we were asking for 11 checks after that which Again, it was just creating more friction and we just decided it was the best to just switch all of our tenants over to e-transfer. And actually, once we started accepting e-transfers, we learned that in the bottom of the email that they send us, it actually tells us which bank they bank with. So it solved the other problem. But I'm telling you, e-transfer has not been easy. It's not, it's not a solution to the other problem. We still get tenants that ghost us until the second or third day. And we always have that moment on the second where we're like, ah, are they just not reading the emails? Did they forget? Should we go serve them that eviction notice? They've been great tenants otherwise. If we send them the eviction notice, ugh, you know, it might really ruin that relationship. They've been so awesome. Maybe we'll just give them another day. Maybe we'll just, you know, maybe they just haven't read their email yet. And again, you're, you're going against your own rules and you're bending the rules in order to, to maintain the relationship, which is not the way you're doing. You should be doing it. So to combat that, we actually started sending out uh, rent reminders about a week before. Normally on the 25th of the month, we send out an email uh, reminding all of our tenants that rent is due on the 1st. And what actually ends up happening is our better tenants, for the most part, they actually send the rent early whenever they get that email. So it works out great. We get rent early. But the creative ones, the, the bad tenants, they always find creative ways to kind of cheat the system. We've had plenty of people saying, oh, I sent that e-transfer. Must have been, you know, maybe it was the bank or they'll blame something else. It's not their fault. And they'll try and buy a couple more days. We've had people also send screenshots like, look, there's a confirmation right here. I'm thinking to myself, why is this person taking a screenshot when they send it? I mean, unless they're trying to use this as proof for later, why would anyone do that? So we've had some tenants try and cheat the system. We've had tenants say, oh, it's okay, sorry. You know, probably didn't go through. I'll send it right now. Again, to buy another day or two, which you need to be cautious of that. You need to be watching for that because ultimately what they're doing is they're just trying to buy a day or two because, you know, maybe sometimes rent falls on the first falls on like a Wednesday and they don't get paid till Friday rather than asking you for a two day extension and knowing that you're going to be charging them a late fee. They'll just take the chances to see if you fall for it. Anyways, we haven't figured out a perfect approach yet. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Let me know your experiences and what you think works best. And if you'd like more tips just like this, head over to the Real Estate Investor Dad podcast.